Hello, and welcome to Soulfessions. I'm your host, Molly Ray. To live a life full of joy, happiness, and connection, to connect with our most authentic self, we must be willing to confess where we are in life. I have worked through many traumatic life events, including giving birth to twins three months early. My healing began when I was ready to confess exactly how I was feeling and the work I needed to do to release the pain. I honored my feelings and used my loving connection with music in the healing process. Join me as I speak honestly about my journey and how you can begin your journey of healing and finding joy. It all starts with a soulfession. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in with me this week. Last week, we talked about receiving. And one of the biggest things that I focused on this week after doing that podcast and releasing it was trying to pay more closer attention on receiving the little things. And I don't know if you experienced this, but I noticed a lot more little things the more aware I became. The biggest thing that I started noticing by paying closer attention to receiving was the fact that I was being more present in the moment. And in general, I was being more present. So I want to talk today about being present and what that looks and feels like. So for me, I have to say being present has not been something that I've been real good at. I like to brag about the fact that I am able to multitask. And multitasking is great. However, it is not so great all the time if you actually want to take the time to focus and be present on what is going on with one particular thing. So, for instance, if I'm making dinner, and while I'm making dinner, I'm multitasking and maybe putting dishes away or something like that. That's not really something where I feel like I have to be fully present in the moment. I don't have to sit there and watch the food cook in the oven. But, you know, when it comes to my children and when it comes to my husband and when it comes to spending time and hanging out with friends and family or even just focusing on one work project at a time or one task I want to get done in the house at a time, I'm finding that I'm slowing my mind down and giving myself the ability to just stay focused and be present in that particular thing that I'm doing. And I know for me personally, when technology became a big thing and smartphones came out, I'm probably dating myself a little bit. 
which is fine, but I am in my 30s. So I kind of had the the unique ability of being old enough to see all the changes made, but still self-aware of how things were changing. I guess that's the best way of putting it. But I've noticed now with social media and email and all of these things that we can get right away, those are my biggest distractions. I could be sitting there focused on something and then suddenly I'm like, oh, I wonder if anybody's commented on this or I might get a notification from Instagram and I'll go, oh, what is that? And then I get off track of what I was doing or I get sidetracked and I'm not present in the moment anymore. Does that sound familiar to all of you listening out there? If it doesn't, please pop on my Facebook group page and give us all the little things that you're doing to stay present because we would all like to know. But I do want to share with you some of the things that I am doing now to stay more present. And I am definitely being more present now than I ever was before technology became such a big thing. Because I think I was a little bit better at this before the smartphone craze. (laughs) At least I'd like to think that I was. Okay. So one thing that you could do is get rid of the notifications on your cell phone. And I'm going to do that as well. Because guess what? That is fantastic if somebody liked your post, but you don't have to see it in real time. You can actually go set up a time to check that later on or after you're done with your task. And we are going to have to start to retrain ourselves to be present, to be focused, and to stay present. Get rid of your notifications on your phone. All right, the next thing. What I want you to do is this week, when you choose something to focus on, we'll just say work-wise or family-wise, if your mind starts to wander from that present situation, what I want you to do is I want you to take that thought and allow it to just drift out of your mind. This is something that's very popular in meditations. A lot of times when you meditate, or if you're learning how to meditate, your mind can be very jumbled up, and part of meditating is learning how to let those thoughts go. So you can honor the fact that the thought's coming in, but you want to make sure that you are equally allowing it to go. If this is a thought or something that is important that you need to get to later, then I'm going to suggest keeping a small like notebook or piece or anything that you can do to write write something down or the note section in your phone very quickly. If it's something that you absolutely need to get to and you don't want to forget about it, Jot it down very quickly and allow yourself to immerse back into the present and what is going on. 
Another thing that you can do if your mind is starting to wander all over the place is take a minute and start looking around at what is presently in front of you. So you could look down and say, here are my hands, or I'm sitting on this chair, or so-and-so is speaking to me right now. Bring your mind back to the front, to the present, to the situation that you are presently in. And try that and see if that starts to allow you to be in the moment. And another thing that I have found that's helping me to stay present is taking the time to be in the moment and then be grateful for the moment that I'm in. And I have to say, one of the hardest times for me to be present is many times with my kids. And for me, the reason why that is happening is I have some, some work I still need to do. And what I mean by that is my girls came into this world three months early. And I know I've talked about this briefly. And I really am going to talk about this more in depth in future podcasts. But, but we had to go through a lot of trauma in the beginning stages when they were in the NICU and had so many medical things that for me, I, when I was present in the moment in the NICU taking care of them and um, just being there for them, part of me wasn't really there because there was part of me and it was the emotional part of me that really shut down in the moment. And for me, I had to do that in order to be strong and stay strong for them. And if there's anyone out there that has experience with having premature babies or babies who were born in the NICU or parents of children who have had to have multiple operations or even an operation or something that caused them to have to go to the hospital or have a traumatic kind of event or experience. I would love to hear from you if this is kind of how you handled it. Because for me, in that moment, in that five months we spent in the NICU, all I knew was I had to be strong and I had to be there for my babies and I had to do everything that I humanly possibly could do to keep them alive. So I did not have time to cry about it. And I did not have time. I didn't have time to really fully be present because I knew if I was fully present, I would probably fall apart on the floor and be a complete hot mess. And I couldn't do that for the kids. Now, mind you, I would go home and ugly cry. Um, and really, it's not all out of me yet. Um, I have one daughter who just had her 10th surgery last month. Um, we actually, we had to do two surgeries this month, or not this month, but within the last year. And every time something happens with her, it brings back a lot of old stuff. 
And I'll be honest with you, I've spent a lot of time, I've spent a lot of time feeling when they got past the feeding tubes and past all the medications and past all of the extra therapies and were growing and gaining weight and thriving and and all of those fantastic things. That's when my body went, okay, it is time for you to uh, to deal with this. You've shoved it down for way too long. You have to let it go. And I've let a lot of it go. But in all honesty, it's not all gone yet. So for me, sometimes it is hard to be present, fully present with my children. And it's hard because I have not fully cried out and released how painful it was. But here's what I do know. We cannot grow as human beings unless we're willing to see the parts of ourselves that still need work. And part of our ability to be able to grow and to continue to grow on a soul level is if we honor ourselves where we are at. So when I started this podcast, I started with the intention of just talking about being present. But clearly the universe felt that this was a much bigger a bigger thing than I realized. So if you are in a situation in your life where you're struggling to be present and connect with someone you care about, I want you to take some time and journal about what that might be. And I want you to take some time and be honest with yourself about why that is happening. What is the block? What is the block that is holding you back and preventing you from being fully present with that person? And remember, it might not even be that person that's creating that block. Maybe that person reminds you of certain things that you do that you're not particularly happy with. Maybe that person reminds you of things that you're working on and it's difficult to see it, to have to see that mirror image. But I will tell you this, if you allow yourself to feel the feelings and do the work, you will start to feel more present. And for me, the more I allow myself to cry and to feel and to talk about how painful and exhausting and and challenging it was to have micropremies spend 5 months in a NICU i can tell you that if it wasn't for that experience my children and i would not have the bond that we have today it is a bond that is indescribable to me. And I'm so grateful for having such amazing, loving, intuitive, and present children that I do. And they are 
teaching me every day how to be more present. And their inner strength is what gives me the courage to feel, to be honest. And it gives me the courage to continue to do my work so that I can be the best version of myself for them. So this week, and I'm going to be working on this with you all, I want you to focus on being more present, being more present with people, being more present in your work, and being more present and more in tune with you. Tune in to you. And I encourage you to pop on over to my Facebook and sign up for my class, I Love You More. I will be running the class April 22nd to the 26th. It is a free class and I'll be running it in my Facebook group. I also, though, will be creating a free downloadable course for it as well. So if you are listening to this podcast and it is after April 22nd, you can still get on my website and download the class. So be present, open your heart to receiving, and allow yourself to be honest and do your work and feel your feelings so that you can continue to connect with those around you and with yourself. Many blessings to you. Love and light. Thank you for tuning in with me today. If you are enjoying the podcast, please like it and share it with your friends and family. To learn more about my soul movement coaching, sound therapy, and other services, you can visit my website at www.tuneinwithmolly.com.